Welcome to Media in the Mix, the only podcast produced and hosted by the School of Communication at American University. Join us as we create a safe space to explore topics and communication at the intersection of social justice, tech, innovation, and pop culture. Jessica, thank you so much for being here. Lauren, thank you so much for being here. So just to give you guys a little background on both, so Jessica is pursuing a master's in strategic communication at American University, and Lauren is a first year public relations student at American University. Jessica, do you wanna tell us a little bit about what you do on campus? Sure, so I am in the master's program for strategic communication. It's a one year program, so I started at the end of last August, and I will be all done this August which is so sad because I'm loving it. Now it's gonna be time to go, but I'm having the greatest experience. I am a teaching assistant on campus um, and I get to actually lecture in that class. So that's been really special. And I also take four classes each semester. So it's pretty jam packed, but learning a lot, really grateful for it. Yeah, everyone that I know that took that one year has said it goes by so fast and I wish there was more, but time flies, truly does. And Lauren, what do you do on campus? So on campus, I work in the Office of Alumni Relations and I'm a public relations student. So it's kind of fun working with all of the SOC staff and faculty and go to school with them. Awesome, that's really great. So one thing we're gonna talk about a lot today is the mentorship program that you both are a part of. I'm actually a mentor this year. This is my first year doing it, which is really exciting. But basically for anybody listening, um, the reason why we wanna bring more light to this is because it's really great. So our students get connected to a mentor in the SOC industry, which can be anything from the music business to art, to video, to directing, to producing journalism, whatever it may be, we have a long, long list of SOC mentors who are more than willing to help our students. So I know you two are a part of the mentorship program this year. Jessica is actually my mentee, so it'll be a good opportunity for me to find out if I'm doing a good job. So Lauren, who's your mentor? I have Amy Weiss and she has a PR firm in DC. Amazing. So that's going to be a lot of what we're hitting on today, just questions. We want our students to know what works, what doesn't, what can we change, if there's anything that we can change, add, just a good opportunity to hear from you both. So I want to start with how the year's been going. How has it been adjusting to DC if this is your first time in DC? The year has been smoother than I expected. This was a big move for me. I did undergrad only 15 minutes from my house and this was a 150 mile move. Yeah. And so of course I had the usual worries of, am I gonna make friends? Mm -hmm. Which I know I would, but you know, everybody worries that when they're going to a new place. And I also knew that grad school would be different than undergrad. And so I was just nervous to see in what way it would be different. Yeah. And this is a huge city just in terms of the whole world. Mm -hmm. I mean, the president lives down the road and yeah. a lot of people have prestigious internships and it just feels like so much is happening right here. So. Yeah. I was curious to see how and when I would find my place, but I think it happened a lot faster than I expected. Mm -hmm. I really put myself out there early with making friends mm -hmm. and with signing up for the mentorship program to gain you as a friend and a mentor. Um, and the, the faculty have been so supportive that my classes have been fun and enriching and challenging, which is what I wanted from them. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And can on the note of grad, school versus undergrad. Can you give us a little, a few examples on what's different maybe? Or what can people expect if they're thinking about grad school? Sure. So the biggest thing I've noticed with grad school is there's just an expectation mm -hmm. that a lot of your fundamentals are there, that 
you have good writing mechanics and you know how to cite your sources mm -hmm. and do some basic research. A lot of that gets reviewed quickly, but there is that expectation to move beyond it and get more into creative projects. I also notice here that at least in my courses, there's so much work done in just the first couple weeks with mm -hmm. planning out for the semester. Yeah. We have a lot of freedom to make up fictional companies that we're going to base the semester's work around mm -hmm. or um, to just come up with like, I'm, I'm in a class about a podcast and I have to start brainstorming what I want my podcast to be. Yeah. And you have to do all that work up front to then have creative freedom and really get to the projects throughout the semester. Whereas yeah. I think undergrad was a little bit more just incremental mm -hmm. and a little less freedom to yeah. choose what you wanted to do. Right. I, the, what I learned in grad school is the more freedom I had, the more responsibility I had. Because sometimes when you're under that tight schedule of just kind of a little bit of hand-holding undergrad, it's like, okay, I have someone guiding me. But grad school, the biggest shock to me was, oh, okay, so this is all on my own, which is interesting. Uh, Lauren, how about you? Undergrad's a little bit different of yeah. an experience. How's it been going? I mean, I've been enjoying it. I'm from Southern California, so oh, wow, kind of far away. I've never seen snow before. It snowed yesterday. Oh, best time ever um but for the academics i mean i went to a private school so i had a lot of structure and i feel like that prepared me a lot for the academics specifically at au so i've had a lot of opportunities to meet with professors that i normally probably wouldn't have taken if i weren't confident mm -hmm. in my abilities and i've created really good relationships especially with soc professors and mentors and faculty and this is just a great environment to get to know people in a professional setting. That's amazing. So in reference to both of your majors, do you feel like you're coming in and you want to stay where you're at? Was there anything that made you realize, oh, actually I'd be interested in doing something else from my major, so stratcom or PR? Has it gotten you interested in anything else just being around here, maybe our experiential learning programs and such? Has anything changed really? I think in terms of the field, I'm happy being in Stratcom. I was a communication studies undergrad, mm -hmm. so this has been a five-year process and yeah. commitment for me. I wasn't doing a career change where this was a dramatic shift in what I was studying and yeah. pursuing. I think being in D.C. has gotten me more excited about museum communications because mm -hmm. we have a lot of the top museums in the world here. Yeah. And I don't think everybody always realizes that there are communications departments inside of museums. Yeah. It's not just agency work or being somebody's publicist 100%. and so this environment has really fostered enthusiasm for that that's awesome lauren what about you i agree for sure about the fostering of enthusiasm if you will um my mentor amy weiss has a pr firm so getting to talk with her about public relations and everything that she's done and currently doing with her firm is just super invigorating and i'm really excited to stay with soc and do pr and maybe add on another comms major mm -hmm. i don't know yeah that's great i love that you guys are saying um getting to know my professors and SOC staff and faculty. I know you and I had this conversation early on. My biggest pieces of advice to Jessica was get to know your professors because they have a lot of cool stuff going on outside of campus that you never really know about because, you know, they have lives and we're all human beings and everyone's busy and like we don't always get a chance to talk about that. But then all of a sudden you realize that, wow, my professor, you know, is doing a lot more outside of what we're doing in the classroom, which is just so beneficial. I, I love that. And our SOC staff and faculty is pretty amazing. So take advantage of that if you're a student. And then just out of curiosity, what made you both apply to American University? I always wanted to be in DC. That was always my goal. 
I was like, California, no, let's go to DC mm -hmm. and experience something completely different than what I was used to. Yeah. So American was always my first pick for being in DC and city life, so. Awesome. What about you? I did some pretty intensive research, honestly, yeah. probably starting before I even went to college because I'm just so type A personality they that I was already like their own college yeah. and grad school. Um, and I, I found the articles ranking American really mm -hmm. high and I was able to see just how much students were producing. And I think that really got me interested because I wanted more tangible products mm -hmm. like for a portfolio. Yeah. And I was seeing just, we had like this media studio, people were making documentaries and a lot of people were published already at such a young age. And yeah. so I kind of wanted to bring that into my life and be in that environment where people were doing that. I know DC is always a huge seller. So the, my one fun question I'm gonna throw in there, any spot around DC that's kind of like become your spot or you just love to go to to kind of de-stress or anything like that? Or really just a cool spot you found around DC? Well, I hate to give it up, but I will tell you my <laughs> secret spot, which is not so secret. Other people do know about it, but um, up near the Washington National Cathedral, which is only about a 15 minute walk from campus, yeah. there is this secret garden, not so secret anymore. Um, but if you go around the side, there's a whole stone gate and there, it's just like a little fairy garden and there's a beautiful lawn. And I did homework there the other day as like golden hour happened against the cathedral. So that was elite and not anything like what I had in my hometown. Yeah. Lauren, what about you? I will always brag about sitting at the Capitol and doing homework. Uh, it's not a secret place. It's very public, yeah. but I just really enjoy going down there and going by myself and hanging out and seeing like I'm working towards doing something here yeah. in this in this town with these people. And I think it's just fun. Yeah, and you're like immersing yourself. You're right there. I'm you know? right there. Anything I'm literally right there. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, this could be me walking into this building one day. Yeah, so fancy. That's awesome. And then um, let's move on to the mentorship program since that's our, our big focus for today. Anything, first of all, anything valuable that you've learned throughout it? And it doesn't have to be like a piece of advice your mentor gave you, but just overall, the whole experience. Um, anything you've learned that you kind of want to share with the audience first and foremost? I think what I've learned is that I need to be organized about my goals and the questions that I have because mm -hmm. I think with mentorship some people think oh I'll get a mentor and then they will just mentor me and that it might almost be a passive experience mm -hmm. but I know that I try really hard to have questions every time we're going to meet I keep a little list yes. um, and sometimes I need to remind myself like to ask you I'll yeah. have a question and I might think oh, I'll go to my friends or to my family and then I go wait 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 I have a mentor. I should go to my mentor with this yeah. question. That's awesome. You have good questions too. <laughs> you do. I 100% agree with that. Having questions and just having someone to talk to that is doing exactly what I want to do is pretty important to me because I can't tell the future. I can't tell what I'm going to do. But having someone to help guide me and give me advice on career choices and classes I should take and professors to talk to is super important to me. How did you guys hear about the mentorship program? Just for students to be aware of where to look and just kind of how it came about. Well, for me, part of the intensive research that I did for grad school meant just absolutely scouring the program website. And it was on just one of the overview pages as like a feature of the program. Okay. And I read about it and said, well, hey, they just do this for you. Mm -hmm. It's networking that I don't even have to like go out to a whole event and try to convince somebody that I'm cool. Mm -hmm. You're stuck with me for <laughs> at least six months yeah. and beyond. Yeah. And so I figured, why not? There's no downside. Yeah. 
my boss, Lindsay, recommended the program to me and said, hey, we have a lot of really cool people. And I, that was all I needed. I was like, I just want to talk about public relations or communications in general. So thank yeah. you, Lindsay. No, thank you, Lindsay. <laughs> um, actually, though, because I know a lot of students don't know about it. So that's why, you know, this is a great opportunity for us to just kind of spread awareness about the whole thing. Um, so the mentorship is a really great program to just kind of connect you to that person and be like, the hard part's done. So from here on out, we can just, you know, create a relationship, ask each, ask each other questions, which is awesome. Prior to kind of seeing where you're at now and then when you started the mentorship program, kind of what was your goals with your mentor? Did you have any goals, even if it's big, small, whatever it may be? I really wanted a professional contact in the city because mm -hmm. um, I think in my life, you know, my parents are both in higher education, so they're great to go to to talk about school, mm -hmm. but they're not in my field. And so I didn't really have anybody in my field. And a bunch of my friends are in my field, but they're at my same level. Right. So I really wanted this kind of person in this other realm that was both educated and in my field and was willing to give feedback and kind of be a cheerleader all at once. Yeah. And so the mentorship program really encapsulates that. And I also love mentoring. I have done it a little bit in the past and I would like to do it again. And so I figured I should be a mentee here first and then I would be more prepared to pay it forward later. You learn a lot from both sides of it too. You know, I think being, I, I was a mentee at one point that made me a better mentor. I think being a better mentor sometimes makes you a better mentee. It's just, it's vice versa, you know, which is great. And Lauren, what about you? I just needed someone to help guide me a bit. I came to DC knowing absolutely no one. So I just wanted someone to be there and to be comfortable talking about my classes with or about how school is going, my career choices, what I'm interested in the future of doing, especially because I mentored in high school. So like, yeah. eh, I'm a professional now. Yeah. Um, but I just Wait. wanted someone to have a conversation with a few times a month just to check in yeah. and know that someone was in my corner. What do you think, I know we've, uh, in our first meeting that we had, we talked about what it means to be a, a not a good mentee. What do you think makes for a bad mentor? And is there anything you can give on your side um, that mentors can look out for? I think um, some mentors might struggle to give advice if their mentee's not going directly in their path because it's the easiest to speak from gotcha. our own personal experiences mm -hmm. or go, well, these are my contacts, but they might not be relevant mm -hmm. to you. But I would challenge mentors to see their value beyond their very specific niche mm -hmm. in the industry. Because yeah. um, you might not, I mean, you and I are not in identical fields, and this is not a critique of you. This is just thinking. <laughs> Give it to me now. It's this okay. Thinking globally yeah. um, that you are still able to, to give me advice about if I want to apply to something or if you happen to know other people who could help me that maybe aren't directly in your lane, but are contacts. Um, so just not being so limited to what you've done and trying to reproduce a carbon copy of you. And I 100% agree. I think the idea that maybe a film major is not really welcome with public relations, but I feel like there's a lot of overlap, especially in skills that are kind of overlooked. So I think especially paying attention to the broader idea of comms and everything that has to go in with that. Yeah, that's a great point. Anything you'd like to see that maybe we could do to keep you guys more connected or just add to the experience a little more? I would love if there were 
uh, mentor social. So we could yeah. also meet other people's mentors because a lot of us talk about each other's mentors and go, oh, they sound really cool too. Yeah. And I mean, again, with the networking, I think that could be an interesting event because I would feel comfortable saying, hi, this is Grace. This yeah. is my mentor. And like showing you off and, and introducing you to my friends. Um, yeah. And then everybody could gain like additional mentors as well and, and you know in addition to the the full-time yeah. partnership it's a great idea actually i like that idea yeah just a little shout out to my undergrad people i think this is a very valuable program and i've learned a lot from my mentor so maybe not something that we can do but just to become aware of the mentorship program especially for undergrad because i know some friends of mine in soc i kind of sell off my hidden information that I've found because of my mentor. So I feel like a lot of people would benefit from it. So if you're listening to this, you should look into the mentorship look program. Into the mentorship <laughs> program, yes. And we're always adding new mentors and mentee. It's just, it's such a great group of people. Even this year too, just learning who was like an SOC alumni, I didn't even realize that. I'm like, oh, that's so cool, you work here, you know? So um, we had Emily Hall, who's an alumni, works in LA now, works for you on Netflix. And she got that job because person working there was an um, AU alum. And in LA, you don't really hear a lot of people graduating from American University, you know? So it was like this East Coast connection that got her this opportunity and, and opened that door, started that conversation simply because it was just, oh, you're also an AU alum? So we're like everywhere, but you really got to research and find us. All right, fun question, pivot. What's your favorite class you're taking right now? I really like the writing for strategic communication class okay. that I took last fall mm -hmm. because we did get to make a fictional client. And then we had to write all types of products just for that client. So we did a speech and an infographic and we did key messages that you would give to a spokesperson on yeah. TV. And so I had to really stretch my brain and like make up new events or new things to say, but it also doubled almost as like a branding class because I had to have a consistent voice and consistent imagery throughout the products. Um, and I also just really loved Professor Kano who teaches That's here. awesome. <laughs> who is your client? Who is your fictional client? I made um, a pet fostering organization awesome. in D.C. So I got to have lots of little that's animal cool. graphics. That's you can cool. never go wrong with yeah. a cat and a puppy. Pet foster. That's awesome. Lauren, what about you? I am a second semester freshman. So my comms classes are pretty slim. But I think taking an intro to comms class is super beneficial because I learned a lot of things about different mediums. So filming and podcasting and radio and all these fun things that I would have never thought about have it's opened the doors for me and yeah. maybe I want to do radio or something something fun so just taking comms 100 super interesting yeah you're in like the understanding media phase yeah right now. Yeah, yeah I remember that yeah let's end a little bit on this note right here so Jessica I'll ask you how are you preparing yourself for post-graduation and kind of what comes next after this year and Lauren how are you preparing yourself to kind of find what you like and specialize in in that you know junior senior year era of like, okay, this is what I think I know I want to do. I've started applying to summer internships. Yeah. So I am in that deep resume phase yeah. and practicing interview questions yeah. on what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses, because that's yeah. going to be the whole next two months for me. Mm -hmm. But so I'm hoping that if I get a great summer internship, yeah. I have some favorite ones that that could lead into a job. Yeah. But of course, hiring cycles and just availability and whatever kind of is gonna be up in the air. So if it doesn't go right into a job, at least it'll be another professional experience on my resume yeah. to kind of just lift me up to the next level. Yeah. And then 
I'll be applying to jobs in the summer. Job hunting is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. I, I sympathize with that process. Laura, what about you? Um, just for the future, I'm going to keep talking with my mentor and learning more about PR and just the things that I should be expecting in the future. Um, looking forward to taking more comms classes, though. Yes. And is there like um, a, I guess this is more internship question, but is there a specific resource you're using or any like websites you'd like to throw out there to help you find internships or? I've gotten some notifications on LinkedIn, which has exposed me to companies. I really want to work in-house okay. instead of at an agency. So the particular company matters a lot to me. It's not like I'll just be at a firm serving eight to 10 different companies. Right. I've also talked to you. One of the internships yeah. I'm applying for is one that you told me about. Um, and then I think just thinking about which businesses in DC, because I want to stay in DC, that I want to work for. Mm -hmm. And if you go to their website and click on the careers tab on most websites, yeah. then you can just scan through yeah. what's available and I'm looking at what I'm a good fit for. That's great, yeah. And some of these websites do actually have like a little notify me button. So if you are looking for a certain like department where you know a certain position opens up, you can always get notified um, and keep, yeah, keep in contact, which is great. Last thing to end on, uh, one word to describe the mentorship program. I would say intentional. Okay. And then more than one word, I'll explain yeah. that I think you need to be intentional about what you want from your mentor and then also um, on building that relationship with what you can give them in return so yeah. that it really is a two-sided relationship and right. that you're not just passively hoping that mentorship will happen. You are taking charge and being intentional about everything. Exciting. Okay. It's maybe a basic word, but I feel like talking to someone has really given me an excitement for my major and the things to come. So yeah. exciting. That's great. I noticed that you two both mentioned just like talking to somebody. And sometimes that's really all we need in like a mentorship relationship. That can also be a benefit to the um, mentorship program if you just want someone to kind of guide you that's helpful too. Thank you, Lauren and Jessica, for joining me on the podcast today. You are our first video podcast, our first student-led podcast, which is so exciting. Thank you both so much. It was a pleasure to have this conversation with you. Thank you, Grace. Of course. And if you want to check out our bi-weekly episodes dropping on Wednesdays on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, Click that subscribe button, and if you'd like to support this podcast and the School of Communication, go to giving.american.edu to donate now. And that's a wrap.